champ is here. The champ is here. How now, Brown? The champ is here. Unique New York. The champ is here. Yo, 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 yo. Ha ha. Yeah. You have now entered Square Circle 101. You got your man, the Titanian Stallion, Mr. Sunny Ill. Now with me. The only time he puts a ring on it, it's when at a, when it's made out of latex or rubber. My man Shooter, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing alright, not bad, not bad. I never actually used one of those though. It's pretty fun. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101 or hit us up on Instagram at Square Circle 101 or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talking Smack 101. And don't forget to download that Square Circle app. It's available in Google Play and iOS. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys. I know we're uh, up a little bit late on this one. We appreciate your patience, but hey, your boy's coming closer to the end, and we will be up weekly real soon. Now, I think uh, I want to go ahead and announce this right now. I think we've got maybe one more. We might do only one more episode after this for the end of the year. Maybe two, because we got the holidays coming up. Yeah. So I'm a, we'll, we'll figure that one out. I'll let you know at the next episode whether it's going to be the last of this year or it might be the wrap-up. But this is going to be the Thanksgiving day, our Thanksgiving Day episode where we like to give thanks to everybody. Yeah. So first off, let's give a little thanks to my man Lo at IamRCF.com. And I want to thank you for bringing me and Lo together. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm just waiting for him to give me that thanks also because no. he knows I don't want 10% of the next RCF games. <laughs> That's why. I want my management cut, son. <laughs> this is, is a free, is it, he was a free agent. His agent sent you there. But check them out. IamRCF.com. Free week three trial. If you tell them Sonny and Shooter sent you, and you tell them that I said you get a four-week free trial, and he doesn't give it to you, you hit me up. I'm telling you. Just check them out. Do better than yesterday and be better with the best. Five years running. Didn't get number six, but it was five years in a row. No. We six got years? It. We got it. Six years we running. Got it. It, can't, yeah, there was, it was a little bit of silence of it. But, um, yeah, we, we got it. So, six years running. Six years RCF. running. RCF. I am RCF. That's how we do. That's funny. There's a spot right down the street from here. They're doing like $60 a month unlimited. Don't nobody show up because you know it ain't good. It ain't good. You want to do better, do better than yesterday. Do it with the best. How you, how, how's your workouts going? Man, it's bulking season right now, so I'm working and focusing on getting stronger, man. Trying to get my trying, summertime body starts now. Enough about your sex life. How's the gym? Oh. Yeah, the gym's fine. Okay. <laughs> now let's talk fine. about game time. Game time just had a pretty big thing down in Tacoma for the holidays. They had a couple giveaways going. But if you get a custom jersey made here in Washington, you're probably already going to game time, especially if you're in the league. But just check them out. Go down there in Tacoma. If you tell them we sent you, you get 40% off anything in the store. Simple. Just like that. All right, man. How are we winning? What you got for me? Oh. Don't know if I said this before, but just uh, stumbled upon this because I had a big day at work yesterday, and then you know I told you I'm getting closer to the end. But your mind must arrive at the destination before your life does. No, you haven't said that one before, and I like that a lot. I mean, yeah. So uh, it's like you know when you heard or seen the the book, the the secret, or whatever they talk about. Just uh, that's definitely a porno. <laughs> Nah, they're talking about just like visualizing uh, your end yeah. goals and being there totally at the end. My pops actually preaches about that a lot. Some Dragon Ball Z shit. Yeah, no, but that you really got it. You got to speak that kind of stuff into existence. And we and say so, it all the time. Yeah, so like you, like you got to will, like you have to put yourself in that position mentally before you actually get there. Unfortunately, that goes both ways for like your regular person and probably rapists and murderers. 
God damn it. And that's uh, that's probably what leads them to that dark path that they go on. Can we start now? Can we start <laughs> One more now? time with the quote, Howie Witten. Your mind must arrive at the destination before your body does. And that's some real talk because our energy transcends. We talk about it all the time. Well, we say things that are emotional and you could feel it through the audio waves, through the, through the valley of the internet, then you know it's real. And that's a real quote. My man, shoot, I love you, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, I love you too, man. You know I'm, I'm thankful for a lot, but it's too much. Hey, I actually got some stuff I got to do today, so we're going to have to... Uh, I give be... you a hug, but we're not that gay. <laughs> not that. <laughs> anyway. All right, let's talk about this. Uh, how caught up are you? So I know we had, we got to see the last fight card together. Uh, but before, that same night, there was Rene Alvarado versus Andrew Cancio. Did uh, you hear about the outcome of this fight? Um, Cancio won, right? He lost. He got knocked oh. out. Rene Alvarado. This is a rematch from 10 years before Rene Alvarado That's knocked right. out in the like, ninth or 10th right. round. That's right. So I didn't see it, but I heard something about it. But it's been a little bit. Okay. See, I'm tired. I just woke up, man. It's all good, baby. Yeah. Now, we had uh, a rematch from a draw. It was, it's horrible. I didn't write down his first name. Ramirez versus Ludwan Bartholomew. <laughs> now, Ludwan Bartholomew got knocked out in this one in the rematch. The fight stopped. The, so, the Bartholomews have been really disappointing me. You know, it's, yeah. I, I feel bad with Ludwan, though, because it took him. <laughs> they, they should have known not to sign him as a promoter. When it took him his 17th attempt to sneak out before he finally <laughs> got to the U.S. Okay, so by that record alone. It's going to take you 16 attempts or 17 attempts before we can get you a world title. Hey, is that right? So I saw this uh, meme the other day. It was like, man, I've been in 10 accidents this year. God's blessing me. It is somebody commented right under is like, nah, God's trying to tell you something. Like, <laughs> like, 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 you, if it took you that long, Ayo, man, I'm trying to save you from taking this L. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to save you, but you didn't uh, listen. So, so funny. 17 attempts. And then he gets in here. Oh, real quick. Off of boxing. I, I got this new rule for the NFL Combine. If you're a wide receiver, if we check your phone at that Combine and you got a cracked screen, you are dropping passes, and that needs to be notated. I'm going to say the same thing with these Cubans. If we check your record, and you got 16 attempts, 15, 10 attempts to get in the U.S., I don't you got to stay. I don't understand what that reference is in reference to, like, Wide receivers that have drop passes, oh, they be oh, dropping their phones. Oh, <laughs> that's new, and I'm mad that it took me that long to get it. Welcome back, like, welcome back, sir. Yeah, nah, but same thing for these Cuban fighters. If it takes you more than ten attempts to get to the U.S. for one, you might just want to give up because by the time you get here, you're gonna be too tired. You'll to be too tired for anything. He didn't swim, ass. How do you know? <laughs> 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 We're connected to Mexico. Oh, God. And yet still they call them wetbacks somehow. Somehow they took stole the name from the Cubans. I don't know how that works. Okay. I digress. Now, as we talk more about Hispanic fighters, <laughs> Ludon Bartholomew, man, I don't know what's left in this dude's career. I think first you need to do is hit this hairstylist up and get rid of that, that yellow frohawk-looking thing that the king is Zamunda wouldn't rock. You know what I'm saying? To get rid of it. Stop it right now. Let's just try to blend in with the rest of the brothers in Cuba, in, oh, Cuba, Miami, Florida. So let's check that out. Now, let's talk about one of the prettiest faces in boxing. I don't box anymore. Third shooter is Brandon Figueroa versus Julio Ceja. Now, I'm going to say this every time we bring up his name or Ryan, Ryan Garcia. Garcia. The day that they fight, I'm going to that fight. 
not for the fight. Because just there's going to be panties thrown around that just all day up, long. Just picking up parking lot pimping in the crowd. Bro, I'm going to be lying to these girls. Oh, yeah, it's my boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know these cats Look, here. we, uh, no, we're actually cousins. I look yeah. nice here, don't uh, First thing we're going to do is get a picture with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, see, now that's, that's my cousin. That's his bodyguard. Yeah. So after the fight, you know, we escort him around and stuff. So we'll be hanging out all day. Yeah, all since, since they only 130 pounds. Now, Brandon Figueroa versus Julio Ceja. This is a fight where the judges, even me, had this a very close fight. In fact, it was a split decision. You want to pull up? Can you pull this up real quick? So we got Brandon Figueroa, Figueroa, Figueroa versus Julio Ceja. I don't know which one you want us to look up first. Ceja. It's not S-A-Y-H-A. It's C-I-A-J-A. And Brandon Figueroa. The heartbreaker. The heartbreaker. Wow. I want I want a pretty fighter's nickname to just be like the panty dropper. <laughs> so right. what was it? it was a draw, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, we had a split draw. What was this judge's scorecards? Can you see that on there? Uh, let me see. Now I for just so you know why you're talking about this here, I've been gathering up uh uh oh. Looks like it's gonna be Jamel Herring versus Carl Francis. We'll talk about that here in the future. Um I've been getting a list together of KTFOs for the year. Okay. Since I know you probably don't have that. And I'm a list sure of fight of the years since I since I know you probably don't have that. Did you say anywhere on there what the scorecard I, was? I actually told you to get all that done before. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, we had one judge had it uh one twelve, one sixteen, one judge had it one fourteen uh draw, and another judge had it one fifteen, one thirteen. Okay, okay. One fifteen, one thirteen for Julio Seja. 115, 113 for Julio Seja in there. And then we also had Brandon Fairgrove. So one, and one judge straight saw a draw. A draw. Yeah. How did you think that 115, 13 for Julio Seja was correct? Do you, do you think you could swing that way? I didn't I didn't watch it. Yeah, you did. You sat right next to me. We watched it. Oh, that, uh, no. Well, no, no. Yeah, we did watch it. Sorry. Yeah. On my drugs. No. Um, yeah, this is who they hire. No, the way, the way that I saw it, it was too close to call. Like, I mean, I... I mean, I thought Brandon Figueroa did what he needed to do to win this, but I didn't see. I saw nothing convincingly from Julio Ceja. Like I saw him game, yeah, and he was in it, but I didn't see anything in there to to really say that he got the win. Not at all. But that's boxing. That's uh, boxing. Imperfections that make it perfect. That's right. That's right. That's right. Now Brandon Figueroa, this was supposed to be a title shot for him, I believe. What weight division is he? Uh, super Bantam weight. Super Bantam weights. One eighteen or one twenty-two. Yeah, one twenty-two. One twenty-two. Yep. Who else is there at one twenty-two? Ray Vargas, uh, Daniel Roman, okay, Emmanuel Nevarete. Okay. Not no big names, but I don't see anybody in there. Actually, just the names you gave me right there. Uh, I see. Well, free- I mean, you got uh, as WBC has Guillermo Rigando, Rigando. Uh, That'd be a good one, one for. Uh, Brandon, actually, I still think Rigandow should win that, that one. Yeah, so it, it's we need to see more Rigandow because I can still see him cleaning up that whole division. But besides him, I don't see anybody. I don't see no names in there that can that can beat Brandon Figueroa. Uh, Isaac Dog Bay, they Man. still have him uh, ranked in here as well, and I still and I still am a fan of Isaac Dog Bay. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Now. We'll see what 2020 has in store for him because there's a lot of big fights out there, a lot of big money to make. And as we see the walls 
the promotional walls between companies are slowly falling down, kind of like East Berlin. They, they have to. They because have to. It's like we start off the year with it right away, yeah. and that's going to be the Wilder Fury fight because that's the PBC and top rank making that deal. Uh, did you see what Terence Crawford uh, said the other day on Twitter? No. He said, "I'm tired of not fighting PBC fighters." Mm. Good. Yeah. Good. So Good. it's like you guys. You got to force de- the hand. You guys are denying us what well, we need. And when you got a money fighter like Crawford, you got to force the hand. Now, don't go to Mikey Garcia route and try to sue him to get out of it because you're going to lose two years, right? Correct. So you just force the hand by refusing to fight the offers. You know what I'm saying? Start building a buzz online. Maybe start getting some Twitter beefs going on. That's that's sometimes that, that's just that what, what it takes. Think, is that what you think the adult mature thing to do is? No. <laughs> Who cares about the adult mature thing? We're fans. <laughs> we want boxing. We need blood and guts in action. God damn it! Alcohol, women, and drugs. That's what that's what this country was built on, and that's what we're about. So make hey, it happen. Look at this size difference. Now I know that the guy that Carl Frampton just fought is is wow. really small. Yeah. Was I mean was really big. Was tall. But now. Carl Frampton winning this fight and now fighting Jamel Herring. Jamel Herring looks like he's about a solid he's massive. foot. He looks like he's about a solid foot yeah, yeah. going in there. Mm. How, how do you see that? Well, the best thing I can tell you is look at the frame and their arms are about the same length. And that's going to be the only shot that Carl Frampton really has in there. That's really it. Other than that, his size and fr- Jamel should, Herring should be able to bully him. This should be a snuff film. But that's Carl Frampton, bro. This should be a snuff film. We'll see what happens the day of the fight because either way, they got to be the same weight the day before. They have to be, they the, have same. To be the same they, weight the day do. before. Either they way. Do. And if anything, we know Bob Arum likes money and he likes to make sure he I puts... Like money. <laughs> he likes to try to put on good shows no matter what. At the end of the day, he likes to make sure his money guys win, but he still likes to put on these good shows. What do you think about... Uh... Carl Frampton and also Oscar Valdez moving up to 130, not fighting at 126 uh, featherweight, but super featherweight going up. It's to get another title involved. That's all. Because they're both top rank, right? So this is purely just to get another fighter involved, uh, another title involved. Because this way, it becomes uh, a title fight for two guys that are about to be two or three weight division champions. Multiple division champions, right? And that's just how, so how you can market it. The Gypsy King. And that's that's all. Because and I think it's more Frampton chasing Valdez. I don't think that's a promotional call for both guys to go up. I think Valdez had to go up because he knew he needed to, because he's getting older and bigger. And then I think Frampton is going up just to chase Valdez. Because I think I think I think Frampton wants Valdez at the end because he thinks he could beat him. Like he sees something. But it's just not getting there. It's not getting there at all. Gypsy magic right there. Yeah, that's that gypsy magic right there. That was a great fight. It was. It was. Fight of the year, baby. Yep. So, all right, let's check this out. Let's move on here. Let's talk about Leo Santa Cruz versus Miguel Flores. This had a lot of hype going up until we saw the pre-hype with Miguel Flores in the interview thinking that he's going to be able to beat him. He's doing it for his dad or something, right? Something like that. Yeah, and then uh, Leo Santa Cruz with his twitching right hand. I don't know, maybe it's his dredge twitch. Uh, uh, or he's waving to his hose. I don't know what it is. But Leo beat the brakes off this boy pretty bad. Yeah. He was game, but not game enough to where he got. I don't even think he got any rounds, huh? No, I I don't remember. I don't remember the rounds, but it, it was pretty convincing. It's like you know what, Leo Santa Cruz hasn't really 
to me, taking a fight of notice ever since he fought Carl Frampton for the second time. Yeah. Like, I don't know if, like, Carl Frampton took, like, a lot out of him to, like, to, you know, to beat him no, and fight I, him or something like that. I agree like with you 100% but, because he has done nothing. He fought Abner Mares in a clear win, but Abner Mares, I felt like, was, was nobody name. at the time. Yeah. It was a good, it's a good name to have yeah. under your uh, belt, but at the same time, it's like we, yeah. we haven't had Abner Morris be a real threat to anybody in a while in a while in a while while. because Leo needs to fight Gary Russell Jr. he needs to fight these top names period that's just what it is period you know what and the thing is I actually like Leo Santa Cruz but it seems like um, not all of them not nowhere near all of them but a lot of these fighters seem to be taking a I'm just going to start calling it the uh, Adonis Stevenson route where (laughs) it's just like they just take the super, their... We'll just call it the Superman. How's that? The Superman... Taking the Superman route. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because that that sounds like it, they're actually doing something good. Yeah, but right. Not. <laughs> yeah. The, we're taking, they're taking the Stevenson route, and it's just like they're holding on to the belts, and they're taking the fights that are, you know, manageable for them th- that they should be able to win. And when it's... And, and I know we kind of contradicted ourselves because we talked about Canelo doing it, but we also say in the same thing, Canelo has already established himself to be able to do that kind of thing. Once you've reached a certain point, you'd be able to pick and, pick and choose. It's just like when anybody at any job who's been there for 20, 30 years, you just kind of let him do what the hell he wants to do until he retires. Yeah. Like, he's earned that. So Canelo, <laughs> Canelo, even though he's not that old, he's been in this game a very long yeah. time, and he's fought it. some very great names, like mm-hmm. especially in their primes and stuff like that. So what he's doing right now is basically like, you know, Secure in the bag before he uh, retires, so uh, it's like I understand that. But Leo, I kind of want to see more for from you. We, I need to see a lot more from you. I need to see a lot better opposition, especially since it's only the since they fought twice and you beat him the second time. You owe that man a third fight. Yeah, no, a hundred percent for sure, a hundred percent for sure. Now, before we go into this next one, I want there's another fight that kind of slipped through the radar for on us it was Callum Smith versus John Ryder. Did you hear about this? Yes, I did. Did you hear about the outcome? Yes, I did. I watched the fight. John Ryder probably won that fight and got robbed. He definitely did. And I like Callum Smith a lot, bro. Yeah. But this is one of those moments in boxing where... Your name. Your name. Your name. Your name really saved you because this was in a, supposed to be a big fight. Yeah. It's supposed to be a tune-up, an in-betweener, a time cruncher. Why does he look different? Is it because is it his nose isn't broken and he's not bleeding? Not. Nah, well, yeah, I don't think we ever really paid attention to him when he's not... Right before fight. a fight? Right before a fight. No. Uh, the reason why... Uh, the the biggest down the second biggest downfall of boxing the first is you know the promotional thing where we don't get the fights when we want to see them with the biggest names but the money aspect is is probably one of the draining factors in this beloved sport and the reason why I say that too is because like when you have somebody like a Callum Smith whose name it's not he's not a household name, but his name is big enough to be like, all right, we're gonna give him the the nod and the win just mm-hmm. because we know this guy, and he's gonna be a bigger money maker down the future. I'm not saying that they think this like all the way out, but at the same time, is when you when you know being unbiased when I'm watching a fight and there's a boxer that I know versus a boxer that I don't know. Most likely, if it's close, you're going to give it to the person that you do know, even if it's close. Yeah, even if it's close, who you're so, familiar with. That's just usually what it is. So it doesn't just go for a championship fighter. You got to take. You got to take that belt. You got to take that name from him. Yeah, you got to. You got to. Esta- you got to establish yourself as like, hey, I'm that guy who gave this dude not only a problem but knocked him out. You have to have that. Yeah. Like the hey, Adrian Granados. Yep. If he just if he just stopped at beating Amir Mom. Mm-hmm. 
You wouldn't because we've seen him fight Amir Mom. We've seen him fight Broner. We've That's seen another him fight. guy just like uh, he's up there with Delvin Rodriguez and my man in Philly uh, bleeds a lot. God damn, I feel space. Rosado. Creed. Rosado, Gabriel Rosado. Just like that, he, he's fell into that category of some of these guys, Zab Judah, who's got the best resumes in boxing in term and just and just by name of opponents yeah. alone. Best resume in boxing. So, that yeah, not the best resume as far as for wins, but yeah. as far as who you face. You cannot say this person faced tomato cans. Yeah. So, for Callum Smith, and this is a good one. This is a good fight for John Ryder, though, because he established and made a name for himself. Never heard of this dude. If I saw John Ryder, I thought he had country albums. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? So, now, are you ready to talk in about the main event last uh, couple weeks ago? Yes, I am. For Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Now, we're, we're, this is probably going to be a short episode because so, we're going at a fast pace here, but not too much to really talk about as we come to a close of the boxing season, sure. uh, of the boxing season, which is the end of the year. Now, we had Deontay Wilder versus Luis Ortiz. Now, we know who won the fight. About to actually have the replay in front of us right here. So, it was the seventh round, right? Uh, seventh or eighth round, one of those. Going into that final round, how did you have this on the scorecards? Oh, this was this was eight. This was eight zero. Luis yeah. Ortiz won the whole fight. Yeah, easily. This, was easily. Slow motion videos on how he hit the ground before a sweat. Easily. So, but check this out though. This is, I um, I actually the first time I heard this, I the first time I heard this was on. Some movie where, you know, it was like cops and robbers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I always go for the bad guy. And then they, they uh, the robbers, it was like, they have to be right every single time. Mm-hmm. Police only be got to be right once. Yep. I just saw this on Deontay Wilder's page. You need to be perfect for 12 rounds. I need to be perfect for one second. Wow. That's and that's the scariest thing. That's scary. That, that's that's a, scar- a dangerous that's a, man. That's a, look, look, now, now, also, would saying that, Woo! I don't know, doesn't give me tickets right? a little bit, doesn't give me tickets a little bit, like, I look, I only gotta be perfect for one second. <laughs> and then, like, the thing is, it's like, we knock his boxing ability because he doesn't use it. We know that he has it. He's never had, he's only he, been forced he, to use it a couple yeah, times. He's only been forced to use it a couple of times, but, but Deontay Wilder, Okay. He knew the opening was going to be there. Is this man the hardest puncher in boxing history? Has to be. Next to Rocky Marciano. Has to be. I'm mad that we agree. I, has cause to I, be. Because I really wanted to argue why he was. Yeah. I, he look, hits look, harder look, than Tyson. Listen. listen. Cause the thing about Tyson. Tyson. Uses size, with, leverage, he used, torque. He uses his body. Mm-hmm. He uses his speed. His athleticism. And he was a way, he's a way better boxer. Yeah. Tyson never really... It was a combination of a lot of things, like between his speed and his power and how he did it. It was like Deontay Wilder just has one straight right hand that pummels opponents. Oh, one, two, that's it. It's, it's not even a one, two. It's yeah. more of a, a faint. I give you a, this a, left. A reach, a I ranger. Give this, I give you this left to propel this right that you see him coming a mile away. Hold this left hand for this, me. Hold this right here. That's I'm size. I'm sizing you up. This man. Okay. All right. If he uh, hits you in the chin this. and you complain about the back of your head. If it's flush. Like, this man has 36 minutes to hit you once. Dang. You can't. He's not going to miss all of them. You see. It's, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
take out the Bermains to Vern decision. Mm-hmm. This man's a hundred percent knockout ratio. And he still knocked him out. That's still 98 because of Tyson Fury. Very true. Forgot about that. Yeah. Forgot about that. But even then, he knocked him down. And Tyson Fury, Gypsy Magic was the only thing there because he damn near fought the perfect fight except for when he got caught. Even then, that was was just a competitive, crazy fight. You know what I'm saying? And something about Tyson Fury. Now, we know who Deontay Wilder has next is Tyson Fury. Gypsy King, and I still believe. I stand by by, I stick by my story, uh-huh. and I say Tyson Fury runs the table on all these heavyweight champions. That's me. Listen, with that, with that fight, because hold on, let me let me let me see something right quick. Let me see something right quick. Just to see if I am. So. The reason why we picked Deontay Wilder over uh, over Luis Ortiz is because Luis Ortiz was uh, 40 years old. We picked him because of age. Yeah, still. So, still 40. Yeah. Tyson Fury is 31, so he's way younger. Wow. So he's more agile. That's 31 but, in uh, human years. It's uh, 49 in drug years, actually. <laughs> but this fight... I, I see Tyson Fury avoiding Wilder a little bit more and trying to outbox him more. You don't have to. But I see Deontay Wilder getting more aggressive. So I'll tell you one of the things that a and lot of people don't Deontay really. Wilder so this is the thing this. with if Wilder hits you flush, you're, you're dead. going down. You're dead. You're yeah. a normal human like me and you. Our 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 skin stays and the rest of our head falls out. Right? Mm-hmm. We die. That's yeah. what it is. There's no training yeah. at the CrossFit, at the fire department. There's nothing I've learned and done on the streets. There's no drugs that would prevent us from dying. I told you I told you about that one time I was sparring. Like, it was at the tail end of me, like, you know, boxing, just doing it for fun. And this kid hit me in my jaw so hard that I, I was going to Vegas in a couple of days. And I was like, and I could barely close my mouth, you know, with my, uh, with my mouthpiece. And I was just like, I waited for the round to get over. I think I boxed him one more round. And I was like... It's on my phone. I was like, I'm, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I, I don't like, need. I don't, I don't need to give need you this. an answer. I don't need this. I don't yeah. need this right nah, now. I love the sport, this. but it's just like, hey, yeah. hey. I, I, I love Vegas. I love watching the sport. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, man, you know, at a certain age, man, you just can't take those punches so, anymore like that. I, the last knockdown when Wilder and Fury fought, I think was the only real flush punch that Wilder probably landed on Fury because okay. his boxing ability makes him slip so well okay. that even when he did get knocked down the first time. It was like, it, it, it got him, and he felt the power. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And even with that second knockdown, that wasn't the straight right. Yeah. That wasn't so, the straight right. So we don't so, know. If Fury gets hit with that straight right, Yeah. the, the, the law of physics suggests you, you will saying, be the same outcome as every other man who's felt But you're saying Tyson Fury. His boxing ability is too good. He's, he's, I still think Deontay Wilder that punch changes like it does. You know, and I always and I always nine times nine point nine times out of ten I tell you and I you've heard me say this on the show a thousand times I am taking the boxer over the power puncher. Deontay Wilder is a little bit different. You know what Daredevil's nickname is? The man of no fear. Right. So Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder are both those men, right? Yeah. If Tyson Fury can outbox Deontay Wilder, he steals that label from Deontay Wilder That's because he no longer becomes the man of no fear. So with that being that said, I think Tyson Fury knows that. But we and we will decide the outcome of that fight when it comes up with That's, that. That's 
if. If. You're saying if. If he wins. If he can, no, no, no. I'm saying if he can outbox him. If he can outbox him. Because yeah. Luis Ortiz outboxed him. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. It didn't matter. No. <laughs> it didn't. It's funny. I, I told everybody this. Luis Ortiz fought the perfect fight. Yeah. And the first mistake he made paid for it in the worst possible it way. It wasn't even a mistake. It, it was. L- he just listen, he, his listen, hand slipped. L- he just listen, got excited. Listen. If you look, he was smiling for you. I caught. Listen, no matter how like NBA had or no, not even NBA. Yeah, NBA or college. Have you ever seen a team score zero points? Oh, it's probably happened, right? I don't think it has. No, hmm. I'm, I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say this. No, I don't think it. I don't think a professional team has scored zero points. And the reason why I say that is, no matter how dominant one team is, mm-hmm. another team's gonna at least score a point. Okay. And that's how I feel about Deontay Wilder. Gotcha. You can't be in it. You can't be in that ring for 36 minutes and not get caught once. Mm-hmm. He only needs the once. Yeah. He that's only it. he doesn't he doesn't need much. He no. does not need much. No, that's it. That right hand is scary. It's it is super a game scary. changer, and super it is scary. And we don't know. And then who who's look? What's that Deontay Wilder quote one more time? You have to be perfect for twelve rounds. I only have to be perfect for one second. That's scary. Super scary. All right, let's move on from my man Wilder, the bronze bomber. Shout out to him who get the win. Sorry, Luis Ortiz. Uh, that punch alone changed your age from 40 to 49. <laughs> in box rec. I'm sorry. That's just what it is. Now, let's talk about this Carl Frampton versus Tyler McCleary. We see we just watched Carl Frampton get the dominating win over Tyler McCleary. I saw Tyler McCleary did not expect a black dude. Kind of caught me off guard. I'm, I, the chick Corchet, she said, she said, I, I don't mind dating a white guy, but I need, I, don't, I need my Tyler to be a Tyrone. Yeah. Well, there you go. We just met him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, so, now we talked about Carl Frampton. His next fight is supposed to be against Jamel Herring. Yeah. And we just saw them side by side next to each other. Jamal Herring looks massive. Jamel. Jamel. Yeah. Jamal, Jamel. I thought that's based on accents of where you're from. Nah, bro. It's actually spelling. It's a, it's that, well, it's actually spelling, but like you, you got to pronounce it correctly, man. Jamel, Jamal. Are we talking about the twins? No. <laughs> Jamel Herring. It, Jamel Herring. Jamel Herring. Not Jamal. No. Okay, Jamel Herring versus right. Oscar. <laughs> no. Carl Frampton, the Jackal, yeah. mm-hmm. at 130 pounds. Herring is huge, huge. at 130. Pause. Yeah, thank you. He should be fighting at 147, it looks like. Now, they both got to weigh the, weigh the same weight when they meet next year because it looks like it's going to happen. Top rank was in there. Bob Aaron was in there. Uh, Jamel was holding him up because of how old Bob is. Now, Bob Arum is a G, right? Yeah. He's a G because, first off, you saw him. I like. I think, like we said earlier, I think Carl Frampton's chasing Oscar Valdez, right? And I think Bob Arum sees a bigger money thing available from Carl Frampton than he does with anything else because I, I believe that Bob Arum doesn't think Frampton can beat any of his top fighters, even though he signed him. Right, uh-huh. he he'll love that. <laughs> Look, hey, you beat him, you're my top fighter now. Perfect, yeah. right? But I don't think he believes he could beat any of his top fighters. Hey. So what's he gonna do? He's gonna serve him up one by one. By the time he gets to Valdez, I think Frampton will have a couple losses in there. Period. I think that's what's gonna happen. So we'll see what happens with that. Now, going back to some G stuff, Bob Aram did. 
We saw some of the most disrespectful things since Salido happened in boxing. Now, can we find out, can we look up, what, I, need, I need you to look up what, what weight Salido came in over at the, at the weigh-in. Maybe look up Lomachenko Salido weigh-in while we talk about this here. He came in 12 pounds over. 12 pounds no, 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 over. No, 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 I lied. I lied. That's that one fighter who just came out. Yeah. Salido came in four pounds over. Four pounds over. Okay. I needed to know that because Bob Aaron was the promoter behind both of these. Now, he came 11 pounds over. Uh, Gutierrez. And what did he do to him? Huh? Well, you sent me the video of what he said. But he talked about how disrespectful it is. But not only is he not getting paid, he got thrown out of the hotel he was staying hey, at. Hey, that's gangster. He was like, yo, like, get yo. your stuff. Get yeah. your bags. Whatever you forget, I don't care. Go. You're lucky I don't have ice come up in here. That, hey, hey, that's a mob mentality. Like that's a like that's like yo. When you got traces of like that old gangsterdom in you, but you're still trying to be a professional. <laughs> right there. Like, like, that was like, Bob Aaron right like, there. Like hold on, like like look. Yeah. You remember at Carlito's way? Yeah. When uh when he took Benny Blanco from the Bronx yeah. out, he's like he's like I know I should kill this man, uh-huh. but I'm a changed man. Hey. Get him out of here, and I never want to see him again. I never like, want to see like, him again. He's like, come on, Carlo, Carlito, we can take him back to the, we can take him to the docks, and we can get rid of him. It'd be just like old times. Just, like old, just times. like old times. He's like, nah, man. He's like, I know I should do it. I know I should do it, man. You messed up on that one. You messed up on that one, Carlito. But now, that's what I like about Bob Air, man, because how he's what 115? At least. At least, still throwing dudes out, just like that, and that is disrespectful. When you're a fighter at that level. It's one thing, two or three pounds is unprofessional as it is, but that shows that you were trying, right? Yeah. That shows that at least you were trying to make exactly. an effort. Now, did you see what happened with the weigh-ins? No. 30 days before the weigh-in, they both weighed about 142, 143 pounds, right? Yeah. So then they weigh in the halfway mark, he's about 138 pounds. Three days before the fight, he was 133 pounds. The day of the weigh-in comes in at 141. Listen. That's on purpose. Yeah. That's on purpose. He's like, hey. Now, Mark Kriegel said that he thinks that he quit. He quit. That's one form of quitting. I think Timothy Bradley had the correct answer. And he had... Let me just get one piece of ham. Let me get a second piece of ham. Let me get some of that there. Let me get some of that. Let me get a couple of things. Some, some flan. Whatever. There, never, there will never be... Like, if I ever was a professional, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Yeah. I am not having a fight after Thanksgiving. No. During the holiday. No. Like you, can count, you can count No. from November to December, maybe even January after my birthday. I'll do a Sean Porter online sparring session. Hey, that's it. Listen, that's listen, it. Listen, I will, like, if I was a boxer, November through January, I am off. Yeah. I am not doing nothing. I may work out, mm-hmm. but do not expect a fight from me. Yeah. Dude, I want to do that. Like, if I... Let, let us blow up because then I'm going to talk to some celebrity fighter and be like, this is what we're going to do in the holidays, right? We're going to have you fight everybody and anybody online just for fun. One round they get, and we'll let you choose the opponents, but weight's not going to matter. They could be a fan. They could be another athlete. We'll try to look for other celebrities and stars with very little boxing skill, and we'll have you just mess them up real quick. We'll see how that goes. But Oscar Valdez is fighting dude Adam Lopez. Now, I give a shout-out to Oscar Valdez, who won the fight, by the way, I guess. I haven't seen the fight. We're going to have it on in the background as we talk. Uh, as we as we go through the rest of this here, and uh, one of the things that Oscar Valdez and Adam Lopez, Oscar Valdez had thirty hours to prepare for this fight, right? Yep. Him and his <laughs> him and his dad spent fourteen hours of that just watching tape on Adam Lopez. 
within that 30 hours. It's mental. Respect. It's, it's, it's mental more than it is physical, this game it is. You now, know Floyd Mayweather, of course, would have just walked in. But yeah, he had to. That's different. So, that's shout different. out to Oscar Valdez because even a guy like Manny Pacquiao doesn't really watch tape anymore. Yeah. He just goes off of the coach and training. So, anytime a fighter watches tape, I love it. But shout out to Oscar be, Valdez with the win there. Yeah. Anytime you're, anytime, there's a reason why there's film room, man. You have to be a student of this game, of anything to actually really yeah. master it. Now, let's move on here since uh, this fight won't be able to shout out to Oscar Valdez. I guess he came back from a knockdown, got a controversial win, but a win is a win. We'll talk more about that maybe next week here because we like Oscar Valdez. He's a house favorite. Now, Pacquiao might be having some trouble with the WBA. What you say now, Chuck? So, his next opponent is either going to be Danny Garcia or Mikey Garcia because of the absence of Earl Spence, right? Okay. Now, I think he should fight Danny Garcia because I think he bumps the floor of Moppy, of Mikey, personally. Um... He's not going to show no respect like uh, Earl Spence showed, I think. And also, there's a little, 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 little bad promotional blood. But I think Danny Garcia would also be a better fight to watch. But uh, so we had another Russian over the past weekend who won the regular title is now the mandatory for Manny Pacquiao, which could cause a monkey wrench to occur in the January future fight of possibly Garcia versus Pacquiao. First name to be determined. Do you like that, right? Yes, I do. That's genius, right? So we'll see what happens there because they can possibly strip him of the title if they don't want to let him take an, uh, a, uh, you know, an optional defense before the mandatory is due. Now, word is Bob Arum is moving very slowly on Stevenson and Warrington. Very slowly. You don't want those problems, man. Stevenson, yeah, I was just like, and I was actually just about to say or, this before. Wait, wait. You think he's right? Do you think he's right by moving slowly on this? I under I understand it. I I want it because I think Stevenson could get that uh, that uh, other title. As a fighter, do you do you feel lack of confidence in your promoter if he's moving slowly? Could be. Could yeah. be. Yeah, just because the simple fact that it's just like, hey, I don't think you can win this, and I really, I mean, Josh Warrington. Even though he's a title holder, there's certain title holders where you're just like, he's fighting tonight. Okay, I'll, I'll catch it or I won't. He's a, he's not a, he's a street fighter, not a prize fighter. You fight your wars in the ring. All right, I think it's a good move by Bob Arum. Great Rocky quote from Rocky Three. I had to bring this up to when Paula Creed said, "I taught you everything you know, Rocky, <laughs> but I haven't taught you everything I know." Great quote. Sometimes I think I think about that me saying that to you when it comes to boxing and skills. So. We got a fight to pick here. We're just going to pick the main event of that, and that's going to be Andrew Ruiz versus Anthony Joshua. Now, because we're going to have one more episode, or what do you think? Are we going to have one more, two more episodes? Two, two more two. episodes before the and this next after this, this the last episode is going to be the wrap up for 2019. It's always another favorite one. Right yeah. now, I want to give thanks to everybody out there who listens and stay tuned because we pretty much did the same amount we did last year with half the amount of shows, which shows that we got people still listening, hey, still, still loving. And we promise the content and what we have in store next year is going to be above and beyond what we can imagine. Next year, I you'll have. see video, not on Facebook, but YouTube. That's guaranteed. I got a couple ideas on that. How's it going to work? We're going to pre-record it. We're going to upload it. We're not going to do anything live anymore there. So. Yeah, and then also we're going to... Uh, and don't have any of your coworkers it. subscribe to the YouTube channel. <laughs> That's all I can say. Got you. And then also... Um, also, clothing. We've been we've been doing that, but I think we can actually start uh, getting that moving. That's what I like to hear because I was looking at. We got to add some names though to the name 
to name. You know what I'm oh, saying? To can, nicknames. Oh, we can definitely do that. We're gonna have to do that. You're gonna have to hit up uh, your boy Moel, aka Ryan Clark, looking mug, on that one. So, thanks to everybody out there. Thanks to the GC. Thanks to all my friends. Thanks to everybody that supports us. Family, everyone. Now, Andy Ruiz versus Anthony Joshua. Are you ready to make your pick? Anthony Joshua. Andy Ruiz. I think Andy Ruiz is gonna. The only thing I fear is loss of the dad bod. Yeah, that's a lot of people. And the thing is, I saw a lot of professionals. They had like out of eight professionals, six of them had picked uh, Anthony Joshua. Um, I just think the uh, not even the boxing gods. I just think the fix is in. Ooh, not I even. I think, See, I think I think Andrew Ruiz has his number, but I think the fix is being in. Yeah, would be the only thing that would keep him from winning. Yeah. and like getting maybe an early stoppage that so, where it probably shouldn't have been stopped. Just like um, I said, just like him I said, being arrested for religious persecution on his way to the fight in Saudi Arabia, like um, he shows up with his girl not covered in a robe, and they take her away, so now he can't fight right. You know, what if they do him like cartel style? And just send him a picture of him and his, of like his family at home, except in Saudi Arabia. That's cold, right? I but I think other than that, Andrew Ruiz has the number. I think he beats him again. I wouldn't be surprised. Look, I see this happening two ways: either Anthony Joshua boxing him to a twelve-round decision, yeah, or getting knocked out in three rounds. <laughs> you know what? I would. I prefer the latter. Yeah. Like, I would really, like, honestly, I would want Anthony Joshua to win just so Deontay Wilder can clean up and knock everybody out with no excuses. I, I want to see that. But, um. After his third fight with Fury. <laughs> after his second fight with Fury. It'll probably be his third. Anyway. We'll see what happens there. Yes, sir. Anthony Joshua, I want him to win a decision because I think it's the best way to beat a guy like Ruiz who knocked him out is to let him know that, hey, you got lucky because this is boxing and this is how you do it by boxing and like and pummel him for 12 rounds. That's what I would like to see. I don't think he'd do it though. I think he's going to get knocked out in three. But that's me. That's All me. All right, we're going to see. How are we winning? What's the quote? Your mind has to arrive at the destination before your body does. That's right. <laughs> the same thing to think of in bed. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook.com forward slash Square Circle 101 or hit us up on Instagram at Square Circle 101 or talk a little smack to us on Twitter at Talk is Smack 101. And don't forget to download that Square Circle app. I'm out. Cheers.